On tonight's show, we've got a new conference leader in women's basketball, Thomas. And in the men's side of things, we got a collision course with Destiny. And we take a look at baseball. Let me tell you something. The fireworks were already hitting on the first weekend of baseball. Roll it. On the show tonight, we've got every night was a battle. You can lock this in, take it to the bank. Mm, no class at all. It's unbelievable. They should see a, a, a relatively quick turnaround. Show me the money. Big water slide, snow cone truck and everything. One team stands alone. Well, you know what I think about Troy. I'm losing my mind over here. We've got the moment you've all been waiting for. Of course. Welcome into another exciting episode of the Bench Boys podcast. We got a lot of things going on a today, lot. tonight. A lot. I mean, we got video now, y'all. Right. We are something else. It is Tuesday. What? It's Tuesday. It's yeah. Tuesday, Thomas. Yeah. We're here on Tuesday. That's right. You're listening to us. If you're listening to us now, right when the episode came out, it is Tuesday. If you're listening to us on Wednesday, well, it's been out for a day. It so has. Why are you so behind? I mean, they're probably used to it being out on Thursday, but guess what, guys? Oh, we I got big news. This is one of our big plans. It. We're talking new things. Absolutely. New things yep. right now. So we've got an episode that just aired today, but we've also got something even more special for the rest of the week. On Thursday, we're going to have a whole interview. That's right. An entire interview with the head basketball coach of the women's basketball team at Coastal Carolina. I said that very weird. Guess what? We got Jada Williams, head coach Jada Williams from Coastal Carolina on the show. An entire interview. It's an amazing interview. She's an awesome coach. I'm teasing that. It'll be out Thursday? Yeah, Thursday. Thursday. And we were just listening to it right now. We were doing some editing, early editing on it, and uh, it's. It, I'm excited for Man, it. It sounds y'all. really good. She's awesome. She, I mean, it's going to be a really, she's really... She's hilarious. Yeah. She's... She's she's so, awesome. I mean, it's gonna it's gonna be a fun episode. So don't Make forget sure. to tune in Thursday for that. In the meantime, you can find us on Twitter at the OG Bench Boys. He's at Colin K Hill thirteen. I'm a, I'm at Thomas Gleaton. Um, that's where all our takes are found, good, bad, and otherwise. Yeah, we took a lot of them this week. Uh, we do know where towns are. Oh, are we doing this? Just that. We're that's doing, all we're saying. That's we all just we're know saying? where towns are. That's okay. all I'm saying. Uh, I mean, so you're not wrong. Yeah. We know where places are in the Sun Belt. That's so. all we have to say. So, uh, <laughs> but no, we had a, I mean, this was a jam-packed weekend. We got softball going yep. on. We, 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 I don't think we're going to get to softball. We've got softball going on. we got baseball. we got basketball ending. It's one of the best times for college athletics. But just because just because football's over doesn't mean yeah. the season's not getting started. We got track so. and field. We got golf. I mean, everything's getting going right now. But we're like we can't even pack all that stuff into our show tonight. So, so. wherever you're at, go ahead and set, hit that subscribe button so that when our newest episodes come out about softball and when we get back to football, you can get the latest episodes, greatest latest uh, updates, and the newest alerts. Yes. The greatest, the latest, and the newest. The greatest, the latest. Tomatoes, potatoes, everything. You so, name it. Yeah, everything. Right. So, We're lame. Uh, but um, first of all, we got a lot of things to talk about, so let's just get out the gate, Thomas. Out of the gate. That's right. Out the gate. We're talking women's basketball, and we had uh, we had some movement last week at the top, especially. Absolutely. We had a huge game. We had a huge game from one player who's yep. going to be featured in our Been On Sports Player of the Week here in a couple of minutes. Uh, but no, let's just get to it. Coastal Carolina takes over the top spot in the conference after a great weekend. They 
hosted the two Alabama teams uh, with Troy and South Alabama coming up there. And, um, and like we said, we'll have uh, Coach Williams on mm-hmm. on Thursday. We'll have yeah. an interview with her. We're gonna hear about her kind of take on the on oh this game goodness. that we're about to talk about. It. She. I mean, this is a game that even she was like. Whoa! <laughs> like, like it was just that kind of a game. Uh, I, but let's get into it. The biggest game of the week was last Thursday. Actually, birthday for Colin. That's um, right. Uh, was Coastal and Troy. This is a rematch of the first game of the conference season for these two teams, and it was completely different. I mean, absolutely. Just, it blew the first game out of the water. I, I don't think they. Yeah, I think the winner was the only team that beat broke seventy five in the first game. Ugh. In this game, uh, you had to break one twenty to win. Yeah, uh, one twenty four to one hundred three in that game. Insane. I mean, two hundred and twenty seven points scored in this game. That's how many. And when both teams are over a hundred points, that's incredible offense. Uh, Coastal scored thirty points or more in every single quarter. Every single quarter, they scored 30 points. They scored 63 in the first half, Thomas. That is wild considering Troy was in this thing where they weren't allowing teams to even score 70 in an entire game. And, and they, they basically scored did that 60 in one half. In the first half. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Troy's keeping up. I mean, they scored 27-25 in the first half. I mean, they're they're sitting at 52 to 63. But they're still they, down. But they never quite got... No, they just never got never into the game. Never caught up. No. Yeah. No, it, it, it was back and forth early to about the, you know, probably two-minute, three-minute mark in the first quarter, and then it was really coastal, just kind of just kept building their lead. Uh, but, no, in this game, it has to be talked about. DJ Williams, who right now I'm just going to throw it out there, she's my been on Sports Player of the Week. DJ Williams... I mean, she was the ESP, she was the national player of the week. This is not just us. She was garnering like awards. Well, first of all, tell them what she did. Okay, the reason why she is my been on sports player of the week. She went off. I mean, went off. Fifty-one points, most points scored in a women's game for in like five years, if I remember right, from from some of the stats. Uh, she went sixteen of thirty-one from the field. That is literally fifty percent or better from the field. This is this is the thing I like the most. This she she's a complete player because you want to know why she went out in or went to the free throw line eighteen times, eighteen times, made fifteen of eighteen. That right there, that's what you want to see. You want to see a complete player just make all of her shots, the free ones, the gimmies, and she was making all of them. So fifteen of eighteen from the line, fifty-one just, points. She wasn't just killing it from from the field either. She was killing it on the line, though, right? Oh yeah, everything. I mean, it, she she was dominating. I mean, it, now in that game, she it, it was really about her. She had fifty one points. She had she had eight assists as well. So that's solid game. But it's what she did after when they played South Alabama. And South Alabama is not a bad team. They're yeah. right in the middle of the thick of the things. I'm trying to get into that fourth spot for the for the tournament. They're a good team. I mean, they they pushed Troy to the brink a little bit. She goes up the next the very next game. And goes and records just the third triple-double in all of the school's history. Third. Triple-double. That means she got double figures on three different categories when it comes to that stat sheet. And that is probably the most impressive thing. I I think a triple-double's... I mean, 51 points is incredible. But I think a triple double that means you are all around. You are working all around, which I I mean that's that's I think that's just incredibly impressive. Uh, she got the win against South Alabama as well. But I mean twenty two. We're looking at twenty two, fourteen, and ten was her triple double. She she got the ball ten times. Yeah. She got the ball back fourteen times. Yeah, 
And you put it in 21 times. Yeah. Or well, for, for 21 points. 21 points. Uh, but no, that, she's my she's my been on sports. Just incredible. And she, and she deserves it. We I don't think we did her like respect enough because like, so we talked about Coastal a couple of weeks ago when yeah. we did our preseason rankings yeah. to now. And a lot of the coaches ranked them like seventh. Well, TJ Williams was the leading scorer last year in the league. And they had other pieces left on this team that were coming back. They went to a WBI. I think they were vastly underrated. And I know like coaches, they're trying to figure out and it's preseason. You, you know, you don't put a whole lot into that. But I think this team was vastly underrated. And, I'm, I, and they started out really hot last year. And they did the same thing this year. But I think they're just – they're so much more uh, mature, I guess. A lot of them have, have grown. A lot of these girls have been playing together for the last, like, three years. So it's, it's very impressive what they've done. 21-3 and three overall – that's the they've already tied for the most wins in program history in a season. So, and they'll probably beat it here in the next week or so. Oh, for sure. Um, so, and then um, to beat a Troy team that was coming in not allowing teams to score seventy points or more, and they do what they did to Troy. We haven't seen any team do that to Troy since they played Duke and Mississippi State. And that's a pretty pretty good crowd yeah. to be with. I mean, uh, nobody else has done what Coastal just did to Troy. At all the entire season. No. And, and I mean, obviously, it helps when a player goes off for 50 in that game. But, man, like, it, an incredible matchup. Uh, you know, as, as we alluded to earlier, we do talk about that. You guys really need to tune in to the interview later this week because the coach talks about it. And she t- she has a great conversation. Her and Shanda actually talked before the game and even after the game just about this game and how incredible of an offensive game it was. Because it, it's just it's wild. Two hundred twenty-seven points is not is, to take anything away from any of that, but I can imagine that women's basketball being kind of a kind of a tight knit community. Oh yeah, there. yeah. They, a lot of respect between the two head coaches. So it, it's 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 going to be. I think everybody has penciled in. Uh, I'd love to see Coastal and Troy in the championship game. Absolutely, like uh, that would Give me be round three. Come I on, mean, it, it would be an incredible round three. As for Troy, they're sitting at twenty and four. They're tied right now. It's actually tied at the top. They're both eleven and two at at on top of the conference, well ahead of the next the next competitor who's nine and four. So they're two and a half games ahead of them. Uh, then that's UTA, and then you have Little Rock, Louisiana, and South Alabama, all with uh, winning records in conference. And all the only team that doesn't have a winning overall record out of those teams is Little Rock. They're ten and four, ten and fourteen, and they're on a three-game losing streak. So they're really sliding right Honestly, now. Honestly, I don't think I can. No, I think it's Coastal a two-team. and Troy. That's the, that's the yeah. top. That's what it is. I don't think Troy needs to walk away with this game. Uh, well, walk away from Thursday's game. No. with with a head down at all. No, and I mean they answered. They they went and played App State and they won by twenty. Exactly. So they they it was the exact response that you want to see out of them. The only team that I and I, I know we talked about a little some teams that might surprise. I think South Alabama just with what they did last year. They have great coach with Terry Fowler, but I think Louisiana. Louisiana played. Louisiana was the only other team to deal Troy's loss in conference other than Coastal now. And then they played Troy really good, really close. Only lost them by three the second time. I mean, I, I still think Louisiana has something there. They're 14 and 10. They're still a scary team. Uh, and and I don't know if I'd really want to have a matchup with that team in well, the first or second round. What, what do we like to say? Anything can happen anything, in February. Anything can happen in February. So women's basketball heating up. I think the, I think it's a two-team race at this point. And we, Absolutely. We've got two teams with 20 wins. Very That's clearly. great for the conference. I think both these two teams are shoe-ins for either – 
Whoever wins goes to the big dance. Whoever doesn't win goes to either the women's if, NIT or the the, the w, WBI. There's, absolutely there's, should. There's just no there's no way we, these two teams don't go post. We talked we talked about it last year when the WBI and, and the NIT WNIT came around. The Sun Belt had like four or five teams represented mm-hmm. among all those postseasons. I think we had South Coastal, Troy, and and uh, App State. Not not App State. It was uh, UTA that went to the tournament. Okay. Yeah. The one I'm thinking about UTA uh, App State winning. I thought App maybe State App won State, there. Maybe we had five. I think it was yeah. five because App State five. won their champ. They did. Remember? They did, didn't they? Yeah. Yep. That's disrespect so, to them. Uh, it's okay, App State. I remember. I mean, I still think we have. I think we still have the chance. I think UTA still has a good chance. I think Louisiana sitting at 14 and 10, depending on what they do. I think we could still get multiple teams into multiple tournaments. For sure. Postseason. For sure. How many? How many teams do we have above 15 wins right now? Uh, we have three right now. So just three. Yeah, Troy, UTA, and Coastal. But then you're sitting with Louisiana at 14 wins, and I mean That's you have four. South at 12. I mean you're there's still some teams right there that have a chance. So several teams on the bubble. To yeah. Make it. So I, th- I think four. I think yeah. four would be a good shot. So a lot. I mean th- I think there's there, there's going to be some dueling going on between the top two teams here uh, over the last two weeks of this season. So it's going to be an exciting time. I think over on the men's side, it's it's beginning to look like there's going to be some. Collision, maybe, at the end of the season. I like it. A collision course with destiny. Yeah, a collision course with destiny, I mean, for sure. We, I pointed it out last week. We, we, we circled the Little Rock-Texas State game, and I was like, that's going to be a heck of a game. And it felt like Little Rock got brought down a peg just from that one game. But, I mean, they also didn't really lose a step either. They're still at the top of the conference. They're still kicking butt. Like, I... I don't see them stopping they're, anytime they're, soon. They're on a two-game losing streak. I will say that their travel, I think, to I think out to Texas was a little rough this past weekend, uh, as as they played UTA in Texas State. Um, they lost both. I mean, seventy-four sixty-six and seventy-six sixty-five. Um, that brought them back down. I mean, they had a three-game winning. They had a three-game lead, and now it's down to one. And it's to Georgia State, who they play literally the last game of the season against. I think the so best, most telling thing is that they both have the best record. In they're the both con- eighteen overall, and nine overall yeah. com- record in the conference. Th- that's solid. I like both those two records. When you know we're ta- we were talking about postseason bursts, I think both those two teams they should both get into probably some postseason tournaments as well because I think both of them are going to have twenty wins by the end of the year. I think if you get twenty wins, you're 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 setting up pretty good for for making a postseason. Uh, Little tournament. Rock plays ULM and Louisiana in the next two weeks. Yeah, they should be fine. They're, with, with they'll hit 20. Yeah. Let's look at Georgia State real quick while I'm thinking about yeah. it. Yeah, oh, UTA, yeah. Texas State, Georgia Southern, and Little Rock. That might be a little bit more difficult. Yeah, a little bit. UTA, Georgia Southern, Texas State, and Little Rock. Yeah. Um, so, no, I, it, it's, it's heating up. I, there's definitely – I mean, even Texas State and Georgia Southern, they aren't out of this. They're no. two, they're two games back. Exactly. So there's if, four if, teams that if are either if they if Georgia State loses both of those games, then that might break this whole thing wide open. Yep. We have no idea. And then if you go and you look at that team who has the longest winning streak in the conference right now, preseason number one, that'd be South Alabama. Anything are, can happen in February. Are they, are they, they have the talent. Everybody knew they had the talent before the season started. It was just how are they going to mesh, and, and, and you got to wonder. Anything can happen in February. Richie Riley got his guys, you know, juiced up. Is, are they meshing at the right time? They've got the talent. I I, th- I still think South Alabama is a scary team. That's going to be either at three or, or that four seed. They're going to be a scary team right there uh, with how they finish in the season. So that's going to be very interesting to watch as well um, as the well, season comes to an end. 
App State, Coastal, Troy, and Texas State. Yeah, no, it's and and Coastal, there seems to be a big game Troy, on February 29th as well. Yeah, for, you, for that for, big big old game. Yeah, yeah. circle in it in the Mitchell yeah. Center. So. I think that'll be a very big game for South Alabama. So, um, so yeah, that's the quick rundown of, of the men's league, the men's side as well. A bunch of big games, as we said. There's it's it pivotal games, but I really like the depth of this conference right now. If you look, top six teams all above 500. 15 and 12, 16 and 11, 17 and 10, and two teams at 18 and 9. Uh, that's what you really want to see. And even uh, even Arkansas State, I know they've lost five in a row. They are just falling right now. Uh, but they're still 15 and 12. Still 15 and 12. So um, <laughs> you, you, you wonder what's happening up in Jonesboro right now. Uh, but even they, they can flip a script. I mean, they, if they could get to 18, 19 wins – you never know. There's still so, two weeks left in February. So, so that will do it for the men's and women's basketball and our included been on sports player of the week. The first one of the show. We've Yours. Got a, yeah, we've got another one coming up. And, uh, and for that one, I guess we're going to have to go around the belt. Around the belt. That's right, Colin. We're about to go around the belt with baseball. Um, let's start off with my player of the week, my bet on sports player of the week, Levi Thomas from Troy. And uh, I don't think... I think you've seen it by now. On Friday night against Northern Kentucky, on opening night, he went with he threw 14 strikeouts in five innings. Do the math on that for me. Go ahead, do it real quick. Well, that'd be 15 total outs, Thomas. Yeah. And he, how many of them were strikeouts? He had 14 of the 15 total outs. Yeah. That's uh, strikeouts. That's a lot of pitches. That's a lot. Personally, I don't think he was very efficient. I think he should have just thrown pitches that could have been ground balls. He could have saved him a lot of pitches. But, you know, I'm a hard critic, but that's me. Well, I mean, at least that's what three times 14 is going to be. That's at least 42 pitches. Mm-hmm. And you add another. That's if you're just throwing all strikes. Yeah. <laughs> Which I would love to see a strike to ball uh, ratio. ratio. That would have yeah. been interesting. So he's probably, what, 60, 70 pitches? Eh. Oh, yeah, I'd probably say he'd probably be in the range of like seventy to eighty, I yeah. think, in in five innings. Yeah, yeah, I'd, 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 but that's that's about when you would pull a pitcher anyway. Probably, you usually get him mean, about six. Yeah, six it's eight. opening day. He's your. But starting what was pitcher. the score when they pulled him? That was the real question. Like sixteen to nothing, <laughs> something pretty, like that. Yeah, yeah, they could have pulled him in the fourth, and yeah. he would have been okay. Got, okay, so <laughs> go on. But we're gonna start with that because <laughs> Troy is on an absolute rampage to start off the year. 67 points, leading the nation in or 67 runs, leading the nation in scoring. I just committed a terrible sin by saying points, but <laughs> the point is, Troy is at the top right now with a 4-0 record. That's better than anyone else in the conference. And uh, where were they picked? Finished three or four? I think in uh, the in the I East three. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean yes, opening weekend. Yeah. But still, that's kind of that's a lot of baseball left. But <laughs> it's kind of a huge statement. Yeah, just just to put that much of a hurt on a team. Oh yeah, I mean, sixty nine runs. That's what sixty seven. Sixty seven. Dang, it was almost nice. Uh, almost. No, it, I, I mean, here's the thing. Like, I like as a Troy fan, you want to see your team do this to a team like that. I'm not trying to make Northern Kentucky be bad or anything. Right. But, they are not a powerhouse when it comes to baseball. No. So you want to see your team be able to hit off of every one of their pitchers. And they did that from Friday night all the way to Sunday night. They were able to hit off of every single one of their pitchers. Yeah. Which that's what you want to see a team do. Now, 
the pitching on Troy's aspect, I think that's the that's the real surprise. The first two games, they shut them out absolutely with their starting pitchers. They did not allow. That's what you want to see. Like there's little things. Like yeah, they're putting up all these runs and they're beating them, but you want to see the little things, which is your starters blanking these guys, not allowing them to get nine to ten hits, which neither of them did while they are in. Now your, uh, excuse me, your bullpen. I would have wanted to see a little bit better production out of them, especially in the game two where they – I mean, I think their bullpen gave up eight runs yep. or something like that in yep. game two. Uh, game four when they gave up I 11. Mean, game, game four, yeah, you're giving up 11, but you, that's your fourth guy that's coming in. They scored six runs in the first inning or, or four runs or however many Northern Kentucky did six, in the first yeah. inning. Four. So, um, so, I mean, they, they jumped on early, and that's when your fourth guy's pitching. So that's, that's to be expected. You want to see your first two guys, and we did see that. So I will say that was a good showing inside of, just of the scores. Now, all of the doubles that they had, that's what Troy does in that ballpark. I mean, they know how to play that ballpark. They know how to play that wall. They've got a fair amount of left-handed hitters that – Guess what? When you can turn on a ball, you're going to pipe that thing right into the wall, and that's pretty much going to be a double every time. So they know how to play it. There's a lot of home field advantage. That's what you want to see. Now, they've got some games coming up here in a few weeks that they're going to play some better talent, and that's what I'm really going to judge. Like, you can't judge any team off of their first okay. weekend. But, 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 uh, yeah, but, but, butts. but, okay. the butts have come out. Yes. How many teams have scored more in the opening weekend than Troy did across the country? Uh, that would be none. That would be none. None. None, none. of them. Yes. So what you're telling me is that not a single other team performed <laughs> against their opponent as Troy did. Yes. No matter who the opponent was, whether it was Texas, yeah. LSU, or Eastern Kentucky, Northern yeah. Kentucky, Eastern Idaho, Western Colorado, School of Mines. Like, you're not... Well, they're slated to play Alabama tonight. Yeah. Yes, they are. It is so, tonight. So we will see what happens. And you know what? And then they get a nice series with Louisiana Tech. Speaking of speaking, yes, Louisiana Tech. I will give you. And then they get a nice series a against series. Florida. The series against Louisiana Tech will be the rubber hitting the road. Yes. Florida will be interesting to watch. Is it two games against Florida? It's a three-game series oh. in Gainesville. Okay. Yeah, they're going to be tested here in the next couple weeks, but, and then I will see. But we'll put it put it this way: we're playing tonight's game. Alabama swept, guess who? Northeastern. You wouldn't have guessed it, so don't even try. <laughs> I know that because I literally had to write about it for the TV station oh, we worked well, there for. There you go. There you go. So Alabama swept Northeastern and did not do as well as Troy did against Northern Kentucky. Yeah. So whether or not Northeastern is as good or worse than Northern Kentucky, Troy did better against them than Alabama did against their opponent. Yeah. Well, so, well, well, let's get into the rest of the, uh, you know, there was a lot of action this weekend. Absolutely. There was a lot of weather delays, a lot, a lot of, of weather cancellations of on the Eastern. Coastal had their game, uh, their game three canceled. Mm-hmm. South Alabama had their fourth game against Campbell canceled. I think Georgia Southern um, had to cancel it. Georgia Southern had a yeah. game canceled. But there's a lot of a lot of teams that were affected by weather this weekend, too. Absolutely. So. And and that's something I was going to get wanting to get to. I should have talked about this beforehand, but. There's some winners and losers when it comes to losing those games. Mm-hmm. For example, Georgia Southern is absolutely a winner because they are they missed an opportunity to lose a game. Yeah. They're 3 and 0 right now. Mm-hmm. They're one of the three teams right behind Troy tied for undefeated. Uh, that would be Georgia Southern, Georgia State and UTA. Mm-hmm. UTA was picked to finish second in one of these divisions, but the two teams who are picked to win the divisions are both losers 
because of not they're losers. <laughs> they're losers, guys. They're losers. What you trying to no? Man, we coming out swinging right for baseball, ladies period. and gentlemen. Oh, I get it. Coming out swinging, uh, very very clever. But goodness. No, but there when it comes to when it comes to games being canceled, Coastal and, and Louisiana are losers because they lost the opportunity to get a win. Neither of those, those teams, the two teams who were chosen to win the, the divisions, are combined one and four right now. Their wow. records are combined one and four, and they both had, or no, they didn't. Yeah, they both had a game rained out, both Coastal and Louisiana. Mm-hmm. South Alabama, I would say they, they're on the fence. Um, because they went two and one in their game three against Campbell, the Jags lost seven to three. Mm-hmm. So I mean, it wasn't close, but it wasn't like a blowout. So they could have used another game to win it, but they still won the series. So South Alabama's kind of on the fence, and they were picked to finish uh, what first or second in their in division. Second. Second in the division. Yeah. yeah. No, they got the I thought pre-season. they were picked to finish. First. No, no, it was Coastal and Louisiana because I put them together right here. Yeah, they were second. South, they were second in the East. No, no, no. You picked the number, the two number two teams to finish first. South was picked to finish first because everybody was shocked because South had less votes. Uh, while you're looking for that, a uh, few things that I saw here. Louisiana took it on the chin this weekend. Uh, I'm just going to say that they were 0-3 against teams from Louisiana. That was the thing. They lost to Southeast Louisiana, and then they lose two games to Louisiana Tech, and he got blanked in the third one. They've got a tough schedule. They played Virginia Tech coming up here uh, in a week or so. The other thing, best win of the weekend, I think Georgia State. Georgia State played Cincinnati to open up their season, and they beat Cincinnati 8-7 to in 10 innings. Good job. Great. And then they went and played St. John's and St. Peter's. Uh, then they don't really play anybody for the, for the next couple of weeks until they play Georgia Tech in March. Uh, but I think that was a big win for, for them to go out and beat Cincinnati uh, to, start the, to start the year. Uh, and then just looking at UTA, uh, Texas A&M Corpus Christi, that's not Texas A&M, that big one, uh, still good. They have a pretty solid game against Dallas Baptist. Dallas Baptist is a really, really good baseball team, baseball club. Uh, as well coming up. So, uh, no, I, I solid solid open weekend opening weekend. You want to see a couple teams that are undefeated. We've got four still. Troy obviously dom- dominant, uh, and then a really good win for Georgia State. Georgia Southern, yeah, you talked about the kind of some weather involved situation that kept, kind of kept them undefeated. And that's what um, happens around this time in February and yeah. in March. And then some of these preseason games or the the pre conference season games mm-hmm. get rained out. And I've got it up now. You were right. I was looking at the 2019 preseason, so that's my that's my problem right that's there. Okay. But yes, South Alabama and UTA were picked. Uh, they are a combined five and one. So there you there's your top. There's your top there. But the number two teams, the two teams that I picked to win, that I said these are my teams to pick, yeah. they're combined one and four. So I'll yeah. take that one. I'll eat the crow. That's, yeah, that's all okay. on me. That's okay. It happens. So, um, well, you know what? We've got a little bit of time. We're just going to go over softball really, really fast. We have time. Let's do uh, it. We got a little – we got some quick quick time to, to talk about. Uh, I do want to talk about one thing. We talked about South Alabama. They started 0-5 on the season. Now, they played some really tough games. But South Alabama brought it back. Four-game winning streak over the weekend. Uh, to get back where they needed to be. They're four and five. Obviously, they did not play the type of talent they played in the first weekend. Uh, Troy, again, I think was affected by some weather again this weekend. They went there six and two uh, with a win over North Florida, Kennesaw State, and then uh, Fort Wayne, Indiana, but then they lost to Southeast Missouri State. Uh, They're sitting at six and two on the year. Um, Louisiana picking right back where they need to be obviously that first week they had pretty tough schedule 
Uh, but then now they're back to being seven and two, right oh, where you would think they would be. Looking at their looking and 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 okay, okay. and okay. they got the big win over LSU. Over LSU, I was about to say that that's was huge. That's literally what I was getting into. That was huge that's for the school say. of Louisiana Lafayette. I was, because, oh, okay, there it is. Because they really needed a win over some school in Louisiana, since their baseball team couldn't do anything basically. Uh, so at least their softball team was able to get the big win over LSU. Yikes! Well, they, I mean, two to one, and then they lose three to four or right, four right, to three. So they so split the series there. Split the series. And, and LSU's not. LSU's are great. LSU is LSU. Plug, yeah. <laughs> like, so I mean, North Texas is still kind of sticking out like a sore thumb. Yeah. Um, but That'll look be at fine. this: UT, UTSA, Lamar, and North Dakota. That's a combined twenty and two yeah. right there. And they're and traveling to, to Samford. That's twenty-seven and that two. That little tournament they're playing in Birmingham, Alabama, seems to have a couple of good teams in oh, it. Oh yeah. Yeah, look at look at look at that schedule yeah. right there. Oklahoma, Oklahoma State, State, Ole UAB. Miss, Texas, Florida. But Texas is Texas is by itself. And then they go to Florida. Oh. Yeah. How about the gauntlet guys? All right, so we told you guys that they were going to win fifty games this year. Um. Hmm. <laughs> well. Yeah. That is going to be interesting. Uh, yeah. yeah, they might. Uh, but if no, they, if they make it out of the month of, if they make it to the month of March. With, with a winning record, with I'll a be winning impressed. record, then they are who they thought we were. Yeah. Um, so right now, just quick overview: App State on a six-game winning streak. Uh, they're sitting at second at seven and two, tied with Not Louisiana, bad. Texas Not State. Bad. But the the top dog in the Sun Belt right now is Georgia Southern, sitting at eight and two. Uh, not the strongest schedule, but they get Maryland and South Carolina and Auburn and Minnesota coming up. So we'll see what what Georgia Southern is really made of. So that'll they be they sort of. I can't tell if this is a win or a loss that they had the East Tennessee State game canceled because mm-hmm. I feel like that one win would have buffed them up, and then nine and two would look more impressive yeah. than eight and two. Yeah. But it also would have been a game against East Tennessee State that they really didn't need to support their strength of schedule. Yeah. So. Yeah, so we threw some softball in there. Uh, baseball, softball, we hit threw the diamond. softball curve at you? Yeah, 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 we hit the diamond, we hit the courts. Uh, so, yeah. Um, not that, a lot of football on the radar. No, no, I mean, we got XFL. Brandon Silver finally got a win. Finally. Uh, good for him. Um, another uh, Arc State guy had another interception, which was kind of insane. They call him Hitman Brown. Um, so, <laughs> so, yeah. So, uh, no, football kind of eh, a little slow right now, but everything else is flying through. Golf just getting going as well. We're going to have some updates here. Maybe next week because we got a lot of tournaments this week for some for some teams. So, so before you go, just remember we've got a great great interview with the head coach of Coastal Carolina, Miss Jada Williams, uh, on Thursday that we'll be debuting. It's going to be a really cool series. We're going to interview a coach a week. We're setting all that up right now on the men's and women's side. So you guys, please tune in. They're great interviews. You guys get to see a different side of the coaches, and they're they're fun interviews. And you really see some personality with the coaches. Not that they don't have any when they're on the court, but but it, it's a, it's a fun time, and and we examine a lot of really cool things, dig up some history on them as well, uh, and and we put them under the microscope, as as some people say. So uh, yeah, under um, the microscope. Yeah, sure. under the tight microscope of the Bench Boys podcast. So uh, with that, another great episode. You got anything else? Uh, I guess give us a follow on Twitter. I know at we, the OG Bench Boys yeah. at Colin K Hill. Hit subscribe. At Thomas Gleaton. Yeah. Hit subscribe. We're everywhere. Suggest us to a friend. Yeah. If you haven't done that, just go ahead and do that once. Suggest us to a friend. Say hey, do you listen to podcasts? And if they say no. You say well, I listen to this really great one called yeah. the Bench Boys. Yeah. Um, um we've we're introducing the video portion of this podcast. Thanks by the to way, a great 
great asset to the team in Alyssa Newton, soon to be Alyssa Gleaton. You guys are on the countdown here. Almost single digits. Yep. Almost. <laughs> don't sound too excited. <laughs> Your wife is in the room. Um, but yeah, uh, great. Another great episode. Uh, be, sure to, be sure to tune in also onto Twitter to see some of these cool videos that we're going to be pus- putting up. It's going to be a fun time. This is a whole new aspect. This is something that I've been looking forward to, I think, since day one. I, I yep. talked to you about this, and so now we finally get to do it. see where we're at, and we'll try to keep making steps into the future. Yeah, yeah. Big, big, good steps. That's what we're doing. Yes. So, uh, with that, I think that's the episode. Don't forget about the interview, and uh, come on back. I got beans, greens, potatoes, tomatoes, lamb, rams, beans, greens, potatoes, tomatoes, chicken, turkeys, rabbits, beans, greens, potatoes, tomatoes, lamb, rams, beans, greens, potatoes, tomatoes, chicken, turkeys, chicken, turkeys, beans, greens, potatoes, tomatoes, lamb, rams.